welcome to our podcast, Real Estate Happenings with Nan and Company Properties. Ready? Hey everyone, it's Nikki here. We're here at 881 Country Lane and we're airing our podcast. It's going to be next week, October 22nd. So stay tuned for that. Let's get started. Uh, A little background on me. I've been with Nan for a little over a year. I've been in the real estate business for four years and I'm a native Houstonian, graduate, graduate of the University of Houston. Um, as well as a former Houston Texans cheerleader. I'm here with another top producer, Laura. Tell us a little bit about yourself, Laura. Yes, so I am also with Nam Properties. Um, I've also been in the industry for a little over four years. Didn't know that we had been the same amount of time. That's pretty cool. Um, And so also today we wanted to just talk about generating leads and what that means for all of you new agents out there. What is a lead? I'm sure y'all have tons of questions. So Nikki and I are going to dive into that today. Um, so for me, you know, what is a lead? I, I tend to say anyone's a lead. Um, Absolutely. I'm, I'm really big on um, relationships. And I think that in our industry, you know, a lot of people tend to buy leads and things like that. But I feel like anyone that you come encounter with could be a lead, even if them themselves um, are not uh, looking to buy or sell anytime soon. They know people who are. And so it's all about connecting for me. Um, what about you, Nikki? I think at the beginning, consider everyone a lead, even your grandma, if she may have her neighbor that wants to sell her house. So as long as you infiltrate people with as much real estate knowledge and talk about your career, because you mm-hmm. we all love what we do, um, and that's going to help you at the beginning to identify everybody as a lead and figure out where you can get those resources for new clients. Yeah, absolutely. Um, how do you generate your own leads? Um, this, this is various ways. I really look into my sphere of influence, which is my close circle of friends, close circle of uh, professional contacts. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that, you know, when you're starting out, you should write a list of people, 25 to 50 names. Did you do that? Did that, was that helpful when you started out? I definitely did. And it wasn't just for me, 25 to 50 names. I literally wrote down every single person that I knew when I first started. And, um, got everyone's address. It's a great way to reach out to them to let them know, hey, this is yes. what I'm doing now. Could I also have your email address and your current mailing address? Um, and then, you know, for some people that you may not have their contact information, here in Houston, uh, we have HCAD, which I think is the best thing ever. You can yes. find anyone's address on the Appraisal District County uh, website. Yeah, and then as you get through further through your career, you can kind of eliminate who is a, a lead and who's disqualified as yeah. a lead. So you can kind of narrow that down as you go further into your career. Sure, yeah, I have different categories. So I'll have like uh, my A list, my B list, and my C list. And so I literally have every person I know in my database and I have Absolutely. them as an A, B, or C. And so it's A is anyone that I think may buy or sell that year and then B, you know, people that I I feel like will eventually use me and then C is just anyone that I know and may not know a whole lot about. And then I think one thing we're familiar with is do open houses. Yes. That's how a lot of my leads have been my own buyers. So so. my first year in real estate, actually, I thought that all my business was going to come from people that I knew. And I actually found that (laughs) not to be the case. Yeah. Um, You know, it's it's actually hard to do business with people, you know, until you're more experienced. Um, But that first year, I did an open house every single weekend, if not two. And I would say at least five of my transactions, maybe six, that very first year were from random open house people that's that amazing never met. it works it really works um let's talk about things that don't work 
Um, <laughs> what has worked? What has not worked for you? Oh gosh. Um, you know, there's a lot of things. You can spend a whole lot of money in this industry in marketing, and marketing is wonderful, but I think you really have to figure out what marketing works for you. Um, I tried farming a neighborhood for a while, and some people have had really great success at farming, which um, if you don't know a whole lot of people or you're new to a city, farming yeah. is a great way to start. Um, but I have found personally that just actual real relationships and meeting face-to-face -face has helped so much more than mailing to a neighborhood of people I don't know. Absolutely. Getting coffee. Yes. Yes. Sending a quick message on Facebook or Instagram or text Absolutely. or a call, which I know is foreign yeah. now, but yes, yeah. a call helps. And I do like what you said, touching on um, just connecting with people through Facebook or Instagram, you know, saying happy birthday is really powerful. Absolutely. Um, if you have someone's email or their mailing address, write them a, hand, a handwritten note, say happy birthday. Um, but if you don't have any of their contact information, mm -hmm. just shoot them a message on Facebook. Facebook tells you when it's their birthday. So it's easy. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. Why is marketing yourself important for our, our new agents out there? Oh gosh. Um, I mean, marketing yourself is that's the key of our business. I mean, Absolutely. if you don't believe in yourself, who's going to believe in you? And I found at the beginning of getting into real estate, I was a little uncomfortable tooting my own horn. Um, but you know, people like that. They want to hear your do. success. Yeah. They want to hear what you're doing. Um, I would say even they want to see you behind camera. Mm -hmm. You know, it's great that we show houses all day and we get to tour these beautiful properties, but be in the picture. Like, get behind the camera, do a yes. selfie, show yes. that you're at this house um, because they want to see you more than they want to see the house actually. And when people see you are successful, then they want to work with you. It's like yes. going to a gym and you see the trainer all the time and you see their clients yes. getting results. You're going to book that trainer. Absolutely. So you're going to book that real estate agent who's always showing houses out and about yes. um, in about social media. It's about consistency too. So sure. it's not just marketing yourself one time every couple of months it's day a daily thing and um you know a lot of people don't like to be behind camera or they don't like the way they look on the camera but that's the way people see you every day yes um so just do it and i promise it'll really really flourish your business from experience where do the best leads come i i've always I, i'm gonna say it again spear of influence mm -hmm. soi um make that list yeah I, that's all, the only people I market to who have turned into clients who have turned into repeat clients right. or yeah. referrals. referrals. Yes. So uh, to me, that's the best source. I think you and I have a very similar strategy in that we're both really targeting our sphere. Mm -hmm. um, I know a lot of agents buy leads on Zillow or um, they, they really heavy on open houses or things um, like that. But I, have, I agree with you. I think that your sphere is way more powerful than anything else because you may you may get a lead on Zillow or you mm -hmm. may meet someone at an open house, um, but until you really form a relationship, that referral that we want is really hard to get from people. Yes, absolutely. Um, is there a system that works for getting buyers as opposed to sellers? Mm. Yeah, uh, I'll know. take either. <laughs> <laughs> In our business, you get paid the same for both, yes, right? But, yes. um, but that said, with sellers, you really get to market yourself more. Yes, you do. Um, and my first year in real estate, I had maybe one listing. Mm -hmm. um, my very first year, I closed six and a half million, which um, 
for a brand new agent, your first year is a it's lot. Awesome. That's a lot. Um, absolutely but only one listing. And um, so I was very buyer heavy and it took me a while to break into the listings. I feel like, um, you know, first time buyers is mainly where I was my first year in real estate. Um, but those people that have a home that they're going to entrust you with, mm-hmm. they, I think they want to see, um, they want to see that you've done this before. They want to see success. And I think we'll get into this in a minute, but you know, I really feel like uh, leaning on your broker or leaning on a mentor or someone that you can say, I have um, experience with these people helps you get Mm -hmm. sellers because sellers want to see success. Yes, they do. And working your rentals, because oh, that yes. those turn into buyers within a year. Totally. Don't turn away a lease. I still, I mean, I don't think you do either. No, We've been, I, I mean, we're both top producers and a lease comes my way. I will still definitely nurture it. They're, they're easy and they help you get that experience yes. and build rapport right. for when they're ready to buy. And they're fast money. They don't take Fast long. money. That's what you need in your first year. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how to be a top producer. Hmm. Um, I think everything that we've said gets you to be a top producer. I mean, you really have to believe in yourself and invest in yourself. Um, I was really hesitant my first year to spend money because I wasn't making a lot of money yet. Um, but I feel like you have to, you have to spend and invest in yourself in order to get there. Yes, you do. I I say fake it till you make it. Yes. Act like a top producer, dress like a top producer. Even though you you may not have a single client, um, hang around top producers. And know the market. I feel like your first year, people are going to be talking to you about your career change. um, And that is a great time to shine and show them what you know. So just pick a couple areas and know them really well so you can talk about them. And that kind of segues into... If you have zero experience, what do you do? Right. How do you, you know, know the market? Yes. Know yes. your area and, you know, people will respect that. Absolutely. And I think, too, I, I touched on it a little bit, but if you don't have a lot of experience, I would really suggest getting on a team. Yes. Or joining a broker that um, has great training you know my um my first year i would go on a listing appointment and i would take listings that my broker had and mm-hmm. say here are our listings yes. think of it as <laughs> this is what we offer not necessarily i yes. um because even top being top producers i still say we because yes. we are a team and i we are at a brokerage that we can lean on and use those resources absolutely so even if you're a top producer or just starting out lean on your broker mm-hmm. for sure as a team um, how do you generate leads when you have no client success stories to share? Mm. Share others. Yeah, but going back to what I just said, <laughs> yeah. I, would, I would get with people at your office, at your brokerage, and ask them for some success stories and ask them if you can use them when you're talking to people. And no one has to know who you have worked with or not. You know, no. if, if your intentions are good and yeah. um, you, you, you're knowledgeable, you know, you can share whatever you want to yeah. share. Yeah, and your brokerage should have stats on how much the previous year you've sold in certain neighborhoods that you can share with sellers. Okay. So in the first year of our real estate, how, how difficult was it? And what was the hardest part? Oh goodness. Um, there's a lot of things that I think I could talk on and on about because in real estate, (laughs) as you know, Nikki, there's just a lot that happens. Um, you know, I think just making that adjustment my first year was difficult. And, you know, I no longer work for a corporate company. I work for myself. And yeah. so figuring out a schedule, um, I have found 
that I need to wake up each morning and get dressed and go somewhere. I can't really work from home, even though everyone says it must be nice to, to be work a, from yeah, home. <laughs> but but um, I like going into my office um, or going to a, shop, a coffee shop, being dressed and um, and being being on it. Otherwise, I'm gonna. I, you know, there's so many excuses that we can make. Um, and so my suggestion as your first year is just to treat each day like it's a work day, even Absolutely. if you don't have a meeting. Yes. Be just be dressed, yeah. ready to go. Yeah. And my goal was to have at least one meeting a day my mm-hmm. first year. And so um, it was just changing my mindset in that, okay, I am, even if it's just grabbing coffee with a friend, that person could be a lead one mm-hmm. day. So it's, it's setting an appointment every day and training yourself to do that, um, which can be difficult. Yes. Cause if you're not on a regimented schedule, that's probably the hardest part for a yeah. new agent. Um, it was difficult for me cause I was working multiple jobs my first year and then mm. I would get a client and I'd have to yeah. say, I can't work that shift. <laughs> I've got to go, you know, cause you yes. got to take that, that lead that comes yeah. through. So I think balancing that and then going from salary to no salary and then <laughs> not having any <laughs> money. So if you are a new agent, you have some kind of savings. That's awesome. Yeah. You know, utilize that and take advantage of, of, um, working every lead you can because Definitely. that is the di- most difficult part is just getting in getting told no that's what I was going to say next is you know it's okay if you're told no I I would go on I mean I went on a couple of listing presentations my first year that I didn't get and it was practice it was great practice and I learned okay I shouldn't say this I should say that um, it, it, it made me more relaxed each one that I did I felt yes. like I was better and better at and so if you go on a listing presentation or even meet with a buyer and they end up telling you sorry we went with a different agent it's it's not a complete fail you learned something from that experience that you can take into the next one no means next is in my mind yes yes um and as far as you know if you're if you're getting discouraged in the industry find a mentor um i i had a a best friend that she's a, a mortgage lender in austin and she really helped me budget, um, helped me write up, you know, a different type of financial, um, you know, project or plan for the year of what I want to do and my goals. And that really helped me get through it and and just someone to talk to and and vent to. Yeah. Find a mentor. Who is yours? So I have a mentor um, from my previous brokerage, actually, but I still meet with her regularly. She's she's kind of retiring, getting out of the business slowly. But um, she you know, anytime something would go wrong was just someone that I felt that I could call and, and kind of vent to, you know, because your husband or your friend or whoever that's not in the industry may not fully understand. So I think having someone who gets where you're at, that maybe is, they don't necessarily need to be older than you, but more seasoned. Mm -hmm. Um, so that when you share something that happened, they've probably been through it before. Um, and then I have some people who aren't necessarily mentors, but I've met them at, um, like I went to a Tom, Tom Ferry event back in February, um, and I've gone to a couple of things like that throughout the years. And um, I have met people from all over the states, and I follow them on Instagram, and we, we, you know, we keep in touch. And so, you know, I've got this one guy who's in California who we, we message on Instagram a lot about things that are going on, and he'll give me his ideas because That's I'm awesome. not a competitor of his. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to sell or buy anything in California. Um, so he'll tell me, hey, you know, this weekend for my open house, I'm doing X, Y, or Z, or hey, you know, uh, when I, I did these drop buys and I took this, and anyways, I could go on It's about good to ideas. share those ideas, yeah. Yeah, but I think if you can connect with other agents that aren't necessarily in your market, y'all can f- feed each other ideas. Yeah. 
I, I have a friend in San Diego. Yeah. Her and I share some ideas. So that's a great reminder to use your resources and, and social media. Yes. <laughs> and referrals. Social media connects people in um, all over parts of the world. So. Yes. Um, thank you all for listening today. We hope that we've covered all your questions. Working to get leads Absolutely. is very intimidating, mm-hmm. especially if you're striving to get leads with minimal experience. But be sure to uh, remember all these key points. Yeah. Um, and follow us on Instagram. My tagline is sold by Nikki H. And mine is Laura Bunk Holmes. Um, I love Instagram. I get lots of ideas from there. So we'd love for y'all to follow or direct message me. Um, I love chatting anything real estate. Yeah, reach us um, and we're able to talk or chat and help you through or maybe become your mentor. Yeah, we'd love that. Signing off. Thanks, guys. Thanks so much.